WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Wonderful to have you with us bright and early on a Wednesday for our first check of Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic. Here and now on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour a new round of impeachment hearings. More in one minute. We're all over the impeachment beat here as the Democrats try to sell it again. Next on Good Morning Orlando. 601 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. A second House committee begins impeachment hearings today. If articles of impeachment against President Trump are drafted, it will happen in the House Judiciary Committee. That panel will hear from four law school professors in an open hearing this morning. Democrats say they'll pursue the ABCs of impeachment, abuse of power, betrayal of national security, and corruption of elections. The hearing comes a day after the Intelligence Committee released a report detailing what Democrats say is clear evidence President Trump used his power in office to undermine national security and pressure Ukraine to meddle in the upcoming 2020 election. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Meanwhile, President Trump says he is winning so big on impeachment. We had our biggest fundraising month ever. We've had uh, last quarter was unbelievable. I have my best poll numbers that I've ever had. Speaking in London, where he's attending the NATO summit, Trump claimed that Republicans have never been so unified. He again called impeachment a hoax and said Democrats are deranged. whole lot more on this coming up. Trump really commanding this, the world stage over at the NATO summit and the Democrats um, less so uh, on the impeachment beat here stateside. It's all ahead. Great sound coming. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. One of President Trump's potential 2020 opponents has dropped out of the race for the Democratic presidential nomination. California Senator Kamala Harris says she does not have enough money to continue. Yeah, we're going to talk about the real reason Kamala Harris didn't cut it and the big dilemma ahead for the Democrats in the next debate. It's ahead in the 8 o'clock hour. All right. We're not sure why, but gasoline prices are on the way up locally and statewide. AAA reports the average for a gallon of regular across Florida today is 2.48. That's up five cents since yesterday. In Metro Orlando, the average pump price is 2.49, a one-day increase of 10 cents a gallon. Gas bud update and a Fox gas update. What did you see coming in, Melissa, this morning? 2.55. Yeah, me too. Up almost a quarter a gallon overnight. Maybe there's cheaper gas out there. You might want to get out there and play beat the truck, as in fuel truck, because that's when the prices go up, when the trucks show up. Well, how about trying a flying car for a change? Hmm. The world's first flying car is making its U.S. debut as part of Miami Art Week. It's the headliner of an exhibition at the Paramount Miami World Center. CEO Daniel Kotze says the 60-story, $600 million skyscraper will have the nation's first skyport for flying cars because Miami will continue to experience traffic gridlock. And when you look at that, you say, what's going to happen to transportation? Flying drones. It's a Jetson-style lifestyle. The Pioneer personal air landing vehicle is already on sale for $599,000. It's a part car, part helicopter. 
and can fly and drive up to 110 miles an hour. If you thought this is like Back to the Future with the DeLorean where it just lifts off above everything else and flies ahead and then lands back on the road, it's not that way. This thing has to pull off the road, convert to a helicopter so it doesn't kill anybody with the (laughs) rotors, and then it flies. You know, maybe it's a step in the direction of flying cars, but it's a long way to go, I think, anyway. I think I saw James Bond uh, in one of those uh, back in the 1980s. Oh, way before that even. I think I that, that reminded me of something out of Dr. No in 1962 or something. There's a new face on the Orlando City Commission. Bakari Burns won yesterday's runoff for the District 6 seat. The CEO of Orange Blossom Family Health got 68% of the vote to beat former state senator Gary Siplin. Burns will replace Sam Ings, who gave up the seat to run unsuccessfully for mayor. The Magic outscored the Wizards by 14 in the first half. On their way to a 127-120 win in D.C., Evan Fournier led the way with 31 points for Orlando, which has won 3 of 4. Magic head coach Steve Clifford says the Wizards are a tough matchup. That's a good world win. That's, they're hard to play anyway, and obviously you take their centers out of the game, then the rebounding part and driving the ball to the basket and everything like that changes, but it does make them extremely hard to guard. The Magic return home to host Phoenix tonight before heading back out on the road. WFLA News time is 6.06. A food critic posts a photograph and accidentally oppose, exposes a man cheating on his wife. Mm. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. Good morning, Orlando, and a very Merry Christmas to you. Buttheading around Inspector Mike Yaffe and Melissa Fox, we greet you from the 50,000-watt front porch. We're going to get right on the impeachment beat. We got the hearings coming up in the Judiciary Committee in the House today. First, though, we want to take our best crack at making one of you a very rich Central Floridian. We want to make you a millionaire. Be listening in moments for the keyword. Text that keyword to 200-200. And if you're chosen, you'll have a chance to match a four-digit code. If you match it, you'll win $1 million. If not, you'll get a consolation prize of $100. It is the Million Dollar Holiday Contest from News Radio WFLA Orlando. An update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic is just two minutes away on Good Morning Orlando. It's 6.07. Headlines right now, President Trump meeting with world leaders today at the NATO summit in the U.K. as impeachment proceedings roll along back home during a photo op with the French President Emmanuel Macron in London yesterday. The president said NATO was headed in the wrong direction before he, Trump, started pushing for all member nations to boost their defense spending, which a lot of them have done. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories. We promise you all morning on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. What a contrast. President Trump really commanding the world stage at the 70th anniversary NATO summit over in the UK here. And uh, you would think, and it was once once upon a time very true in this country, that uh, politics stopped at the water's edge, but it doesn't in this day and age, and nothing is going to stop 
the Trump-hating Democrats from hurtling down uh, the road uh, toward an impeachment disaster here. At the very least, they're going to hit a stone wall in the Republican-controlled Senate, and the president will still remain in office. How the actual impeachment effort, I don't know, is going to go, but fresh news from Speaker Pelosi, she's telling the rest of the Democrats, I don't think we're going to have any vote on impeaching Trump before Christmas, which has been the time frame that Schiff and company have been working with. She says the whole thing is just too complex for us to get there by Christmas. If they continue that in the House into the new year after the holiday break, then you got a trial in the Senate if they're able to impeach the president in the House, and that will then definitely stretch into the primaries, the Iowa caucuses and all of this. This is turning into a nightmare for the Democrats. They deserve it. But their biggest problem is they do not have a case for impeachment, even though they have claimed so in their 300-page report that came out yesterday. Yaffe, let's roll a cut from House Intel Committee Chairman Adam Schiff on the findings of, the, of their report. This is the result of a president who believes that he is beyond indictment, beyond impeachment, beyond any form of accountability, and indeed above the law. And that is a very dangerous thing for this country, to have an unethical president who believes they are above the law. All right. Um, now let's also hear the Republicans' reaction. we got a montage for you here of Steve Scalise, Liz Cheney, and Doug Collins. Not only was there no quid pro quo, but Ukraine got the money, uh, and ultimately there was no uh, push that they made for investigation uh, into anything. Even with every unfair advantage and unprecedented advantage they gave themselves, they now have come out of this and fundamentally failed to prove their case. Was it a quid pro quo? Was there actual pressure? This will be the first impeachment that has ever had with honestly dispute, not just disputed facts on why they want to impeach the president, but actually contradicted facts. But by a party line vote of 13 to 9 last night, the uh, Democrat report was sent from the Intel Committee over to the House Judiciary Committee, which is going to trot out four law professors to school us in high crimes and misdemeanors. Okay? And only one of them uh, was allowed to be picked by the Republicans. The other three are staunchly anti-Trump. All their writings and everything uh, make it very, very clear. I've got to tell you, I think the Democrats are in serious trouble. And at 7, you will hear uh, a lot of pro-Democrat anti-Trump media types melting down over the mess the Democrats are making over this impeachment push, Yaffe. Well, yeah, the biggest problem is, once again, you need more than 50% of the population to support what you're doing, and they just can't move the needle. No, they can't in the polls right now, and I think the principal reasons are because a lot of the persuadable voters out there they, they don't see anything impeachable here, right. and a lot of them aren't even paying attention to it because they don't think there's anything that warrants overturning an election of a president of the United States. There was a time when Jerry Nadler, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, thought that impeachment that he now considers absolutely the best thing was the worst thing. Here's a montage of Nadler in 1998 on impeaching fellow Democrat Bill Clinton. An impeachment of a president is an undoing of a national election. They are telling us that our votes don't count. There must never be a narrowly voted impeachment or an impeachment supported by one of our major political parties and opposed by the other. The silver lining may be 
that with a trial in the Senate, we may be able to find out who started this coup d'etat. This partisan coup d'etat will go down in infamy in the history of this nation. That's the same Jerry Nadler is going to try to sell you and America on impeaching Trump today, 20 years ago expressing outrage at the impeachment effort against Bill Clinton. I have a hunch that's going to come up today on the floor of the House hearing room. Oh, how is Trump responding to all of this? Uh, Guess what? He's totally tuned in from 3,000 miles away in the UK, as you will hear in a moment. So they start again trying to sell impeachment. Do you think the Democrats can do it? Where is all of this headed? Where does this end up for them? 407-916-5400, text line 23680. Let me give you more on this big wreck on I-4 that has uh, shut down the westbound lanes of uh, the interstate up in Seminole County near State Road 434. It's an overturned vehicle that has shut down I-4 in Seminole County. Uh, the truck is on its side, blocking all the lanes of westbound travel near State Road 434 in Longwood. The troopers say um, they have not yet said what caused the wreck or if the driver was injured. And they say, though, that we can expect I-4 westbound in that part of Seminole County to be completely closed to traffic for hours while the scene is clear. If your plans are coming down the interstate to go through Orlando on the way to Tampa, 1792 is not the answer. That's your local option. 417 is what you need to take. Go around the east side of the city, you know, get in, get on it at Sanford and, and, and get off it down at Celebration and continue on your way. Uh, we will continue to follow the story. Obviously, traffic is going to be snarled, not only you know, blocked westbound, but you get the you get the rubberneckers, and Melissa tells me that we're already seeing traffic slow uh, eastbound, and we will continue to stay on this story. Couldn't happen in a worse place at a worse time, could it? But that's I-4 through the heart of Central Florida. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Let's go back on the impeachment beat. Trump's over in the U.K. commanding the world stage at NATO. He was awesome. More on that in a moment. But here he is from afar ripping the Democrats on impeachment. I think it's very unpatriotic of the Democrats to put on a performance where they do that. I do. I think, it, I think it's a bad thing for our country. Impeachment wasn't supposed to be used that way. I think it's a disgrace. I think the Democrats should be ashamed of themselves. The Republicans have never been stronger, never been more unified. The Democrats have gone crazy. Boy, and he makes the point that they really have almost terminal Trump derangement syndrome. Listen to this broadside hit from the U.K. by President Trump against Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi. Adam Schiff is a deranged human being. I think he grew up with a complex for lots of reasons that are obvious. I think he's a very sick man. And he lies. Uh, Adam Schiff made up my conversation with the president of Ukraine. Nancy Pelosi knew he was lying, and she went on a show, Stephanopoulos, and she said he told the truth. So she was lying, too. 
These people are deranged. Wow. Now, there are some Democrats whose knees are starting to buckle on this impeachment thing because they see a disaster ahead and they're looking for maybe a way out. Reportedly, a bunch of them are quietly saying, well, how about if we just censure the president? Hey, Mr. President, would that be okay with you? Unacceptable. I did nothing wrong. They have no case for impeachment. So they want to go to censure. I don't want them to go to censure. Now let's get with Trump here on the world stage at the NATO summit where he, I mean, you know, (laughs) big time world leader. What a contrast to the likes of Schiff and Nadler and Pelosi here stateside trying to destroy him and his presidency. Trump ripping into French President Macron for calling NATO brain dead due to a lack of U.S. leadership. I heard that uh, President Macron said NATO is brain dead. I think that's very insulting to a lot of different forces, including a man that does a very good job in running NATO. You just can't go around making statements like that about NATO. It's very disrespectful. When France makes a statement like they made about NATO, it's a very dangerous statement for them to make. Really put the hammer down on on Macron, and uh, it's interesting to hear Trump defending NATO when he was blasting NATO when he first became president, saying, hey, listen, you know, we're not going to carry all the burden here. You're not paying your fair share. Well, he's got them to ante up and pay more of their gross domestic product, these 28 NATO countries that were riding along on the U.S. coattails because no president had the guts or the motivation to say, you got to pay your fair share. I mean, come on, it's not 1950 anymore, for God's sake. Um, that was beautiful. And then uh, uh, Trump got into it with Macron again because Macron was saying, Mr. President, it's not over with ISIS. We need to keep fighting ISIS. And uh, Trump said, well, hey, how'd you like to be able to take some of those uh, captive ISIS fighters that we have and bring them back to live in France? We have uh, a tremendous amount of captured fighters, ISIS fighters over in Syria, and uh, they're all under lock and key but many are from France. Would you like some nice ISIS fighters? Don't make any mistake. Your number one problem are not the foreign fighters. This is the ISIS fighters in the region. And you have more and more of the fighters due to the situation today. This is why he's a great politician, because that was one of the greatest non-answers I've ever heard. All right, that was Trump and Macron. Listen, I've got more in the 7 o'clock hour with a focus on how the Trump-hating liberal media is melting down about what a mess the Democrats are making. There is some classic stuff you'll want to hear. But, Alan, let me turn it over to you as our co-host and our our newsman here. We have this serious wreck on I-4, and you are all over it. Big traffic headache in Seminole County, and it's almost launch time at the Cape. We've got those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes. It's 6.30 on Good Morning Orlando. We roll on a Good Morning Orlando huge local story for those of you traveling I-4 in Seminole County. It's our breaking news from within the hour, and Alan has the latest on the wreck. As you just heard from our traffic center, an overturned semi is closing down Interstate 4 in Seminole County. The truck is on its side, blocking all lanes of westbound travel near State Road 434 in Longwood, Troopers have not said what caused the wreck or if the driver was injured. You can expect I-4 westbound in Seminole County to be closed for hours while that scene is cleared. I mean, a lot of cars with absolutely nowhere to go yeah. um, in between the exits. If you're in that situation, an I-4 coming in westbound, give us a call. Let us know what's going on at 407-916-5400. Back to you, Alan. Yeah, it's not like they have anything else to do right now. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. 
A mission to resupply the International Space Station is scheduled to blast off from Cape Canaveral today. Elon Musk's SpaceX is expected to launch one of their Falcon 9 rockets from Cape Canaveral today. The rocket will send one of the company's automated Dragon capsules carrying supplies and science experiments for the International Space Station. It's the 19th cargo mission for SpaceX working on contract for NASA. One of the experiments for astronauts to perform is sent up by the brewing company Anheuser-Busch. They want to see what being in space does to barley seeds as the company looks to one day brew beer on Mars. Evan Brown, Fox News. The weather is 90% go at launch time, which is 12.51 p.m. today. An Osceola County man accused of killing his ex-wife can claim a legal victory. A judge ruling yesterday that Christopher Otero Rivera cannot be held on a murder charge due to a lack of evidence provided within a 21-day deadline. Otero Rivera was arrested in October after his ex-wife's body was found buried outside the house he was living in. However, he's still in jail because he's accused of violating his probation, and a hearing on that is set for next month. From what I read, if they didn't have on the probation violation, this guy would have walked free. Yep. You know, a suspected cold-blooded killer. My goodness. Military and law enforcement officials are looking at new technology at an expo in Orlando this week. Eric Perez is showing off new police training simulators that incorporate new trends such as de-escalation to avoid the use of deadly force. The old shoot-don't-shoot scenarios that many of the guys were brought up on, you know, has now changed to, you know, that escalation of force. How do you talk to somebody and get them to actually de-escalate the situation? Perez's firm can present simulations that wrap around the trainee on five screens or on virtual reality goggles. Firearms performance is simulated down to the amount of recoil. Despite reports that a tight supply could lead to higher Christmas tree prices in parts of the country, retailer Scott Lucas says that's not the case here in Florida. Prices really haven't gone up too much, and if you're really interested in getting a real tree, they're out there for you. There's really no reason to worry about that. Lucas believes beautiful trees will likely still be available later in the month, but he says the best ones do get cut earlier. Florida has moved into the top 10 of the latest college football playoff rankings. The Gators moving up from 11th to 9th in the country. The top four are unchanged. Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Georgia. WFLA News Time 637. You don't have to miss any part of Good Morning Orlando. Get caught up with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. Headlines right now, and we'll be talking more about this with you in the 7 o'clock hour. House Republican leaders are criticizing the impeachment inquiry ahead of today's hearing. Wyoming Representative Liz Cheney, who serves as the House Republican Conference Chair, argued the Democrats have failed to present evidence that is clear, compelling, and bipartisan, and to show that there is an impeachable offense here by President Trump. She said the Democrats are controlling what the American people see. Updates at least every 10 minutes are the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM 540. So if you're tied up in traffic on I-4, completely blocked, you may be sitting there for hours behind that wreck that has blocked all westbound lanes between uh, Lake Mary and 434 is where the semi is overturned there. Traffic moving at a snail's pace going eastbound right now. A lot of rubbernecking going on. But if you're trapped there uh, or if you've taken the Markham Woods Road option or the 1792 option, 
Uh, give us a call and share with us what, what that is like. 407-916-5400 or text us at 23680. If you just need to go around Orlando to continue down the interstate toward Tampa, uh, get on the 417 at Sanford, take it down to Celebration, and you'll be able to hook back onto I-4 there. Um, just a, a crazy little story here. I always have my eyes open for things uh, that you don't find in the news elsewhere. And up in Wausau in Wisconsin, there's a ban on throwing snowballs. Now, police apparently are not enforcing this. But are you kidding me? They put it in the same uh, category as rocks and uh, missiles and who knows what else you can throw. Because in public spaces in Warsaw, you are not allowed to throw anything at anybody. A snowball in Warsaw, Wisconsin, is can get you a fine? Can you even believe it? Uh, you know, it's nice to know every once in a while on something like this, don't you think that the cops are at least looking the other way? Because nobody can remember up there anybody being fined for throwing a snowball. That's a rite of passage growing up. You live up in that in that latitude, throwing snowballs, that's a right. <laughs> that that ought to be enshrined in the Constitution, for but crying out loud. That first one that slaps you in the side of the face. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, I know it. Come Woo, on. That's good times. Come on, helps you grow up, for crying out Stuff loud. Toughen you up. It used back. to loosen my arm up for the baseball season. <laughs> sure. I threw them at anybody, anything that moved in New Jersey. Yeah. What about you in Nantucket? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we used to throw, we had snowball fights in the, in the field, uh, uh, sanctioned right there, high school teachers on one side, you know, and. Us on the other side, the students, and we had a blast with snowballs. But as long as you didn't put a rock inside the snow, I don't see what problem there would be. No, that, that, that's a felony. You yeah, can't be yeah. putting rocks in snow, although I remember doing that a few see, times. I, mean, <laughs> I remember taking a few hits. Yaffe, you have no idea what we're talking about. When it, you've been in Florida all your life, you understand what <laughs> happens when, it, when the temperature drops below freezing? It doesn't rain, wait, it snows. Wait. I was about to say, how do you put water into a ball? I don't, I don't get. I mean, we have sand balls. Have I you mean, ever thrown a snowball in your life? I went to Virginia once, and snow was on the mountain. It wasn't falling; it was on the mountain. So it, I got to do it there one time. That's it. Yeah. All that's right. It. Well, you know what we're talking about. Come on, you got to be able to throw <laughs> snowballs. In a moment, you want to go to the Trans Siberian Orchestra Christmas concert at the Amway Center on us? We've got four tickets. You won't have to pay a penny. You can win him as our sound judgment winner today. And if you haven't won the game in 30 days, you're eligible to take another shot at it. Give us a call. That's the only way you can possibly win the Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets, which if they're not your cup of tea, and I can't imagine that because everybody loves this group when they come to town, you can give them as a great Christmas gift here. The concert's coming up uh, the weekend after this. And we'll tell you more about the prize in a moment. But we need contestants right now who haven't won in 30 days. Christmas music edition of Sound Judgment. 407-916-5400. 407-916-5400. The toll-free is open to you at 866-916-5400. It's a phenomenal prize. These are expensive tickets, and we've got four of them to give away on our Sound Judgment game. After we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here in two minutes on the Wednesday edition of Good Morning Orlando. 
The Central Florida headline for you right now. Those who knew a Volusia County man killed in a shootout with police are struggling to come to terms with exactly what happened. 21-year-old Jarek Harris allegedly shot and killed a neighbor before engaging in a gun battle with Daytona Beach police. Harris had no prior criminal record, and his former football coach at Warner Christian Academy says the incident's very, very shocking. Neighbors agree, saying Harris was very respectful and polite. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories here on Good Morning Orlando. PM Orlando, weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. News Radio WFLA Orlando. Just saw an aerial, one of the local TV stations, our news partner Fox 35 right now. That's a load of lumber, it looks like, that tipped over. Maybe the load shifted here. Can't be a weather-related issue. It's not down below freezing. We don't have a wet pavement here. Um, you know, driver could have fallen asleep. It's hard to know what the options might be, but that's, a, am I right, Yaffe? You got a closer view and you, Melissa, too, as well in the newsroom, uh, to that. Now that, now that it's getting light outside, that looks like it's a, you know, a load of two by fours or something. That's what it looked like to me. And everything's blocked off. A lot of it looks like the construction because the lanes are kind of closed in because of the construction. So the semi just sprawls across the road and there's nowhere to go around it yep and um we have a caller who says the uh the 1792 option not bad another one says 1792 is 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 normal which is amazing to me because normally you know uh uh when i4 has you know has a heart attack all the local arteries have a stroke you know i mean and right. you can't move on any <laughs> of them that's interesting. We'll, we'll stay on it. If, if you're tied up in the traffic on I-4 westbound or and any of the other optional routes that have been mentioned, Markham Woods or 1792, we'd love a report that we can share with others. 407-916-5400. Text us at 23680. Very quickly to the sound judgment game and our great prize, Melissa. Oh, it's an awesome one. It's a four-pack of tickets for the Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Christmas Eve and other stories. It'll be at the Amway Center Saturday, December 14th. You use your sound judgment, and you and four, what, you three, one, three, we'll be going to the, <laughs> I can't do math. So anyway, tell the question. Let's do this. Well, I can do the math and tell you that all of our lines are full right now, but a wrong answer opens one. If you're quick, you can still win in a later round at 407-916-5400. You'll have to grab that line. Today's sound judgment game features the Christmas song that my mom used to get me to behave, uh, that she used to to get me to behave when I was a little kid during Christmas season. The words of Santa Claus is coming to town had a young buddy so worried about Santa being able to see what I was up to all the time that I was afraid to screw up between about Thanksgiving and Christmas. After that, all bets were off. Listen to some sound from that familiar Christmas song, and then when Yaffe stomps the music, use your sound judgment and sing, you got to sing, the rest of the familiar line. Get all the words right, and you're our winner. Let's start it on line three. Finish the line. Sing it, line three. He knows when you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. <laughs> Close, but you don't have it. Oh. You missed one word. Let's go to line four. Go ahead, line four. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. Let's verify that. Keep rolling, roll it, and let's listen here, Yabby. The word was if. 
And that got you the four tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra Christmas concert in Orlando. What do you think? You excited? Oh, man, but man, I'm excited. We go every year. Fan, you got a brand new show to watch this year, and congratulations to you. Great to have you back in the winning circle here. What's your first name, please? Daniel. Daniel from? Sanford. Good deal. You're not stuck on I-4, are you? No, sir. I'm going the other direction. Did you get a look at uh, at the wreck as you went by, or didn't you come up I-4 uh, that way? No, no. I started in Sanford. I'm going north to land. Oh, I understand. So, yeah, you're headed eastbound on I-4. All right, Daniel, thank you very much. Congratulations. I'll put you off air with Melissa. We'll make sure you get those tickets pronto, okay? Thanks, my man. Yeah, okay, my friend. Thank you for listening, and a very merry Christmas to you. Well, you talk about eastbound on I-4 on the other side of that wreck. Yep. That traffic is slowing down as well because people are taking a look at what's going on on the westbound lanes where it's shut down by that overturned semi between uh, Lake Mary Boulevard and 434. And, Alan, I know that's your big story at 7 o'clock with yep. the news coming up. Yeah, also a new round of impeachment hearings starting today. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes. It's 7 o'clock on Good Morning Orlando. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on a Wednesday morning at 7 o'clock as we update our top stories. Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic coming your way now on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, a traffic mess on I-4 in Seminole County. More in one minute. Democrats, another big day for them on the impeachment front, but they are getting ripped by the Trump-hating media, as you'll hear in a moment on Good Morning Orlando. 704 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Our big story this morning, a traffic mess on I-4 in Seminole County, an overturned semi blocking all westbound lanes of the interstate between Lake Mary Boulevard and State Road 434, there's no word on injuries or what caused the truck to overturn. We can see from the overhead cameras on our news partner, Fox 35, that uh, the truck has dumped a big load of, looks like plywood. Looks like plywood and some two-by-fours to me. We've seen this before, not all that long ago, on, yeah. on I-4, as I remember. Yeah, the semi's overturned and has spilled its load and is completely blocking those westbound lanes between... Uh, Lake Mary Boulevard and West uh, and uh, State Road 434. Uh, your alternate routes include 1792, which a texter tells us is getting congested. Also, the 417 Markham Woods Road, apparently not advisable, again, according to one of our texters. Says it's a mess. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. One House committee is sending what it found in the impeachment inquiry to a second House committee. The House Judiciary Committee will pick up the impeachment inquiry after the Intelligence Committee adopted a 300-page report outlining evidence. Democratic Chairman Adam Schiff says shows... The scheme by the President of the United States to coerce an ally 
uh, Ukraine uh, that is at war with an adversary, Russia. A party-line tally in the Intelligence Committee sent that report to the Judiciary Committee. That panel will hear from constitutional law professors this morning. The impeachment process slowly drags on with no direction, no focus. Top committee Republican Doug Collins says the hearing is filler because Democrats don't know what to do. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. And that appears to be the case in the eyes of the normally pro-Democrat anti-Trump media. Some great sound cuts coming up in a moment on that. Another potential 2020 opponent for President Trump is falling by the wayside. California Senator Kamala Harris ending her campaign for the Democratic presidential nomination, saying she simply does not have the funds to continue. I'm not a billionaire. I can't fund my own campaign. And as the campaign has gone on, it has become harder and harder to raise the money we need to compete. In a video released on social media, Harris thanked her supporters and called the decision to suspend her campaign one of the hardest she's ever had to make. She had it all at the very beginning and knocked it out of the park in the first debate, and the whole thing has fallen apart. We're going to really get into exactly what happened to Kamala Harris and a real problem for the Democrats moving forward in the 8 o'clock hour, Alan. In the meantime, Bud, we're trying to figure out exactly what happened to Florida gasoline prices, which are on the way up. AAA reports the statewide average for a gallon of regular today is 248. That's a jump of five cents since yesterday. Average pump prices are up by two cents in Miami, six cents in Jacksonville, nine cents in Tampa, and ten cents in Orlando. That's according to AAA, but according to Gas Bud, it's gone up about a quarter in one night, from about two thirty, two thirty-one to two fifty-five at multiple stations. And Melissa's reporting the same thing. Maybe you can get out there and find cheaper gas, but it better be quick. You got to beat the fuel truck. I don't know if this would be any cheaper, but it would be a way to avoid that uh, I-4 mess. The world's first flying car making its U.S. debut as part of a Miami Art Week exhibition at Paramount Miami World Center. The Pioneer Personal Air Landing Vehicle is part car, part helicopter, and World Center CEO Daniel Kanzi says it'll be able to land on the 60th floor. We looked at our rooftop and we said, what an opportunity to convert our, our sky deck into some type of Jetson uh, skyport where you, where you can actually land passenger drones. The PAL-V is already on sale for $599,000. It was no contest in the runoff for the District 6 seat on the Orlando City Council. Orange Blossom Family Health CEO Bakari Burns took 68% of the vote to defeat former state senator Gary Siplin. Evan Fournier poured in 31 points as the Magic outscored the Wizards in Washington 127 to 120. Orlando forward Aaron Gordon enjoyed the offensive outburst. Oh, definitely. That's a fun game to play, man. Um, everybody is, is starting to play up to their potential, so um, we've still got a long way to go. Uh, but this is a step in the right dire- direction for us offensively. Magic improved to 9-11 and 11 on the season. Orlando hosts Phoenix at the Amway Center tonight. WFLA News Time is 7.08. Snowmobilers rescue puppies stranded on a Utah mountaintop. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. Good morning, Orlando, and our hearts go out to those of you held hostage on I-4, just absolutely stopped dead for miles trying to come down 
uh, from north northeast of the city and into Orlando and and the uh, and the Metro Orlando area. All the lanes are blocked as we've been reporting from a semi that overturned with a load of wood. The westbound lanes between 434 and uh, and Lake Mary Boulevard. If you are in that long chain of cars, stop. Give us a call and uh, and uh, and let us know what you are seeing and thinking. And if you're on some of these routes. You know, to try and get where you are going, 1792 Markham Woods, 434, whatever it happens to be, uh, give us a sense of what it's like out there so others can know. 407-916-5400 on the phone. We will make time for you on that. And um, on the uh, text line, 23680, Alan. Yeah, and we've been hearing from texters already that Markham Woods is a mess, as you might expect. That's just a two-lane road. It can't handle a whole lot of extra traffic. And uh, we're told 1792 is rapidly getting congested. Yeah, this is is an absolute traffic nightmare. We've been there before. We are there again this morning. Love to hear from you. We will keep you up to date from this end on, on new developments all morning long. It's a big, big story, obviously. So is impeachment, and we'll get to that. But you may be about... Maybe an hour, a little less away from becoming a millionaire. That's an important story, too. we got a great contest running for the holidays, Alan. That is our goal, bud. We want to make you a millionaire. Be listening in one hour from now for the key word. When you hear it, text that keyword to 200-200. If you're selected, you'll have a chance to match a four-digit code. And if you match that code, you'll win $1 million. If not, you get a consolation prize of $100. It's the Million Dollar Holiday Contest, continuing in one hour from News Radio WFLA Orlando, and we'll update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. It's 7 11. Local headlines now An Osceola County man accused of killing his ex wife can claim a legal victory. A judge has ruled that Christopher Otero Rivera cannot be held on a murder charge due to lack of evidence provided within a 21 day deadline. Otero Rivera was arrested in October after his ex-wife's body was found buried outside the house he was living in. However, Otero Rivera is still in jail, we can tell you, because he's accused of violating his probation, and a hearing is set for next month. Without that probation um, issue, he, he would be free this morning, it appears. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. Must be thousands of I 4 hostages right now coming in on I 4 westbound, and all of a sudden they found themselves stuck dead in the water behind an overturned semi that has blocked all westbound lanes between 434 and Lake Mary Boulevard. One of them is our old friend and loyal listener, Hector. Hector, tell us about your morning. Well, I left to go to work early and thinking I was ahead of the game and everything started to slow down around 6.02. I'm about a half mile behind where the wreck is. Uh, at the Longwood area, and um, yeah, I've been here since that time, just sitting here. We're not moving, and none of the emergency vehicles can get through behind me, so we're kind of landlocked here. Man, oh man, that's a bad situation. I mean, did you have important things to get done today, or are you going to be okay? No, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to have to be okay. I just wish somebody, maybe you got a lot of cloud, maybe you can get a helicopter to drop us a porta potty somewhere out here. You know, they you sure. 
you raise an excellent point. We get a lot of officials who listen to us here. I don't know who to call. You know, I don't know what the porta potty line, emergency line is, but that that's a great point. That becomes a real issue, doesn't it? Yeah, everybody's looking uh, pretty panicky here right now. Um, we're just sitting here, shut off our vehicles. Everybody's standing around looking. Yeah, and what are you going to do? I mean, now, now that now that now that the sun now that the sun a couple hours. I'm thinking now that the sun is up, it's you bad. can't exactly slink away in the dark and take care of business, right? You know, I mean, that, that's a problem. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, th- this is this is something people don't think of. And Hector Sir. just hung up. He, <laughs> and I mean, he, he had really to had to go. go. Oh, Hector had to go? Yes, he did. <laughs> is, I was going to ask if there's a bottle or something in his a car. A water bottle in the <laughs> car. Believe me, I'm, mm. I'm sure people are coming up with Coffee whatever they man. need to come up with. They're yeah. doing the very best they can. We got a texter saying, miss the message on my Google Maps to exit at exit 98 for Lake Mary Boulevard. Uh-oh, now I'm stuck here. Have been since 6.30 this morning. The earlier report we had, they say it may be several hours before yeah. they are able to open up any of those lanes right. because they are all blocked. Plus the exit, if you're trying to get off at 4.34 <laughs> as you're heading toward downtown, yeah, that's closed as well. And it's just bad. I mean, both directions, you're moving, but like three miles an hour if you're headed east towards Daytona, DeBerry, any of those places. Hey, listen, we have a texter who just is in and says, I am servicing porta-potties right now in Apopka. Well, get is a helicopter. About, if you can possibly get the porta-potties over there to I-4. <laughs> how? how? I don't know how they do that, Yeah, We need some drones that carry them over? I'm I'm just the messenger here, you know? There ought to be something Uh, they can do. Just don't drop it, actually. You don't want that. (laughs) You can't can't leave thousands of people in a situation like that for endless hours. You can't. Anyway, what a mess. We're staying on top of the story. We've got some things you haven't heard yet on the impeachment front. As the Democrats fire up and try to sell the unsaleable message of impeaching and removing President Trump from office, um, the House Judiciary Committee takes a whack at it today. And the uh, and the pro-Democrat anti-Trump media, um, some luminaries in that club, are not happy with the Democrats and the mess they are making of this. And you will hear it as they give it to the Democrats. It's ahead. Right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines right now. The House Judiciary Committee holding its first impeachment hearing today. Four law professors will discuss the merits of impeachment and the possible grounds for impeaching President Trump. Three of the witnesses were picked by Democrats and their anti-Trump lawyers, while one was chosen by Republicans. The hearing comes a day after the House Intelligence Committee issued a report on the impeachment inquiry and voted to send it on to the Judiciary Committee. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for me. Music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Not much joy along I-4 westbound in Seminole County. A semi has overturned, spilling a load of wood. All the lanes westbound are blocked between 434 and Lake Mary Boulevard. And uh, it's liable to be that way for quite a while. And the uh, the other arteries, the alternatives, Markham Woods Road and uh, and 1792 are getting busy. Uh, Markham Woods Road's narrow. It's being called by one of our texters a complete mess right now. 
We'll stay on top of that big story, but impeachment's a big story, too. Here is, here is House Intel Committee Chairman and Trump hater Adam Schiff on the findings of the House Intel Committee report. This is the result of a president who believes that he is beyond indictment, beyond impeachment, beyond any form of accountability, and indeed above the law. And that is a very dangerous thing for this country, to have an unethical president who believes they are above the law. Schiff claims, and I don't think this is valid at all, that they've uncovered overwhelming and uncontested evidence that President Trump abused the powers of his office to solicit foreign interference in our election for his own personal political gain. I mean, it's not overwhelming. It hasn't moved the needle in the polls, has it? And it's all been out there. And it's not uncontested. The Republicans issued their 100-page-plus report and I thought made a very strong case that this impeachment situation is a partisan sham. Let's listen to Republicans reacting to the House Intel Committee report. You're going to hear Steve Scalise, Liz Cheney, and Doug Collins here. Not only was there no quid pro quo, but Ukraine got the money, uh, and ultimately there was no uh, push that they made for investigation uh, into anything. Even with every unfair advantage and unprecedented advantage they gave themselves, they now have come out of this and fundamentally failed to prove their case. Was it a quid pro quo? Was there actual pressure? This will be the first impeachment that has ever had with honestly dispute, not just disputed facts on why they want to impeach the president, but actually contradicted facts. I told you earlier that the Democrats You know, the pro-Democrat media, the anti-Trump media machine, the ATM machine, as I call it here, uh, is started to melt down yesterday, particularly on MSNBC, where we find Chuck Todd, Meet the Press monitor, but they do a version of Meet the Press a couple of days a week on on Trump-hating MSNBC. Uh, Here he is blasting the Democrats, really, for the first time, saying, you know what, the Republicans are on the same page and, you know, in their united front against impeachment here, but the Democrats do not seem to be. The entire Republican Party is united around one message right now in protecting the president. But the Democratic Party says not. The the Democratic presidential candidates get off of impeachment. If you thought he needed to be removed from office immediately, isn't the move saying nobody campaign? for three weeks while you watch the hearings. The presidential candidates aren't on the same message. That's a problem. Chuck Todd, I never thought I would live to see the day. Wow. You know, come on, you got to get rid of this president. You're falling down on the job. Come on, we're all in this together. Now, MSNBC's Nicole Wallace, the Reverend Al Sharpton, and businessman Donnie Deutsch. Listen. Democrats shouldn't have to make people care. Half the country used to care about people who broke laws. Half the country used to care about people who were complicit with Russian agents. Half the country used to care. I mean, we're talking about a complete anarchy here. We have to find a way to take what is happening there and make it so compelling to the voter, because otherwise we're going to get four more years of Donald Trump. Ah, four more years of Donald Trump. Yeah, total of five. He's got one more to go in this term. Yaffe, that was kind of fun to watch yesterday. Uh, I can tell you're like giddy in there. I am. (laughs) Watching this, but it's true. I mean, you're exactly right. They can't convince more than 50% of the people that this is impeachable, and that's a problem for them. Yeah. And we didn't think that the media was, you know, they they claim that they're not, you know, they're not biased or anything. Come on. They're totally in the tank. If anyone thinks Chuck Todd is unbiased (laughs) at this point, wow. On the I-4 wreck, by the way, a texter makes a good point here. This is between 434 and 
Lake Mary Boulevard, and uh, there's a rest area in there. It says, you know what, in terms of people, you know, needing to go, that morning coffee is the enemy in these situations, but no porta potty needed, bud man. There's a rest area in that sector of I-4. Might be a line at that rest area today. It might might be as long as the line of stopped cars. Exactly right. People are going to leave their cars and go to this rest area. The Mm. most popular place in all of Seminole County. Alan, let me play on your nickel for just a moment because I need to get a word in on one of our sponsors here because we haven't been able to get there uh, this morning because of all that is going on. All the lanes of I-4 westbound are blocked in Seminole County, overturned um, semi, low to woodsman's build, plywood, two-by-fours. I can't believe what I'm seeing from the aerial views on the, on the, on the television uh, choppers here. Yeah, we're we, watching uh, Fox 35, our news partner, right. and their aerial shots, and we're seeing like a, a handful of guys who are one-by-one one lifting these pieces of plywood, and there's hundreds of of pieces of wood laying out on the road. I don't understand why they don't bring in more people. They got workers all along the I-4 thing that, you know, adjacent exits or whatever. Get them on down there. We got cops all over the place with their lights blaring. Why don't they get out there and start schlepping the wood for crying out loud? I don't know the answer to that, but if I were stuck on I-4 right now, I wouldn't be very happy with what we have been able to see. But at any rate, let me kick it over to you because that situation on I-4 westbound is the big story this morning. It is, and there's no word yet, uh, Bud, on injuries or what caused that truck to overturn and dump its load of wood. Again, that's between Lake Mary Boulevard and State Road 434 westbound on I-4. Alternate routes include 1792 and the 417, but they are getting busier. And so is eastbound I-4 in that same area, as drivers slow down to see what is going on. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A SpaceX rocket is ready to launch at 12.51 this afternoon on the latest supply mission to the International Space Station. More from Rory O'Neill in our newsroom. Upper-level winds could keep the mission grounded today, but if the Falcon 9 does get off the pad, it will carry a Dragon cargo ship filled with supplies, maybe even some Christmas presents. I think I would tell you that, that uh, Santa's sleigh is, uh, I think it's certified for uh, for the vacuum of space. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Overall, NASA's Kenny Todd says the ISS is in good shape, and so is its crew. This is the third time SpaceX has used this Dragon capsule for a supply run. It will rendezvous with the station Saturday morning and stay docked in orbit for about a month. Rory O'Neill, News Radio WFLA, Orlando. Today, a committee in the U.S. House will consider a bill designating the Pulse nightclub as a national memorial site. The bill was introduced back in June, two years after 49 people were shot and killed in the Orlando Club. The measure is being heard in the Committee on Natural Resources Subcommittee on National Parks. Law enforcement agencies are getting a look at new technology during a conference going on this week in Orlando. One exhibitor makes simulators that walk police through shooting situations and ways to avoid using deadly force. Some of these younger people don't really have the people skills in being able to talk to somebody and, 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 and speak about, hey, what's going on? Why is this happening? Eric Perez, a virtual trainer with Megat Training Systems, is showing off a setup that can run through a scenario with five screens and surround sound or through virtual reality goggles. Gordon Bird, News Radio WFLA Orlando. The top four remain the same in this week's college football playoff rankings. Ohio State is first, followed by LSU, Clemson, and Georgia. Utah moved up one spot to fifth, while Oklahoma, Baylor, Wisconsin, Florida, and Penn State round up the top 10. The Gators moving up from 11th to 9th this week. The final rankings will be announced on Selection Sunday 
this weekend. Elsewhere. Yet another legendary rock and roll band is hitting the road. Twenty twenty, we'll see Leonard Skinnerd going on a U.S. tour, called the last of the Street Survivors' farewell tour. It's sent to enter its third year, <laughs> third year of the farewell tour. <laughs> New shows announced between the months of March and August. Now Skinnerd will play the Strawberry Festival in Plant City on March eighth, and believe it or not, they are coming to Orlando in August. They'll play four dates in a show called Leonard Skinner and Friends Simple Man Jam at Shingle Creek Resort. Tickets are set to go on sale this Friday. You know, you are creating a stampede. Elsewhere is taking the world by storm, and these bands are out there listening and say, hey, we ought to do a tour. Yeah. Chicago's doing one. Leonard Skinner's doing one. Now. Hey, hey, guys, how about we do a tour? <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, 1910 Fruit Gum Company uh, reunion uh. tour. A bunch of 8th graders in the Philippines are taking a constructive approach to cleaning up the streets. They're collecting dog poop from the streets of their city north of Manila and turning it into a mixture for bricks. The doggy doo-doo is mixed with an equal amount of cement powder. The kids call the result bio-bricks and say they're ideal for sidewalk pavements or small structures like backyard walls. The bricks have what's described as a faint odor. <laughs> But the kids claim the smell will fade over time. Yeah, right. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and finally, space, as we know, is the final frontier. And what is the mission? To explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. No. I'm sorry, Captain Kirk. That is incorrect. The mission is to have the first beer on the planet Mars. That is the goal of Budweiser and its parent company, Anheuser-Busch. They have been sending barley seeds to the International Space Station since 2017 in hopes of learning how to brew in microgravity. And according to the Orlando Sentinel, SpaceX's resupply mission to the ISS will carry the next step in the brewery's experiment. This one will help Anheuser-Busch learn more about the malting ability of barley seeds in space an important step in the beer brewing process. Lift off of a uh, SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket carrying supplies and barley seeds to the space station is scheduled for this afternoon at 12.51. I've got questions. Do the bubbles still go up in the glass when you're in zero gravity? And is it possible to get tipsy in space? Mm, yeah. I don't know. We need a little research on this. I'm it's on about it. more than barley here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, when we do research, we do little research. You can find more on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com, and you can find the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. Alan, thank you. While you were doing the news, uh, Rory from the newsroom handed me some fresh information on the situation on I-4 westbound. All the lanes shut down in parts of Seminole County right now uh, from uh, the state police. And we will share that here in a moment. We have a live report on Trump at NATO right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic for you in two minutes. Stick around. Lots going on here on Good Morning Orlando. 
Headlines right now on updating the information we have for you on the overturned semi that spilled a load of wood and has shut down all westbound lanes of I-4 in Seminole County between 434 and Lakeberry Boulevard. The latest from the Florida Highway Patrol right now. The crash happened about 6 o'clock this morning and it involved a semi and an SUV. The semi overturned after colliding with the SUV and spilled the plywood. There's also a small fuel spill. The driver of the semi truck was transported with non-life-threatening injuries. No one in the SUV was hurt, and all westbound lanes in that part of Seminole County remain blocked. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM 540. We talked a lot about the wreck. We talked a lot about impeachment. The president's been weighing on that from NATO, where he is there, among other world leaders, for the 70th anniversary summit of the the North American Treaty Organization. Working the foreign desk on all of this, News Radio WFLA Orlando correspondent Bill Zimfer. Bill, our time is tight, but what's going on over there right now? Well, Bud, you're right. This was supposed to be kind of a celebration of the 70th anniversary of NATO with all the world leaders there. But as we know, President Trump has a tendency to create his own landscape here. And uh, he went after Emmanuel Macron for some comments he made recently about NATO being brain dead. Uh, He is uh, right now meeting with uh, the Turkish President Erdogan in kind of an impromptu session. That should be interesting. He meets with Angela Merkel in a few moments as well. And uh, he has uh, been critical of Merkel as well for Germany's lack of funding toward NATO. So the president once again is uh, causing some ripples among the alliance here. But there are those in the UK now, bud, who say that it's good to see President Trump standing up for NATO. Yeah. A couple of years ago, he described the organization as obsolete. Uh, Now he is saying it is stronger and he criticized Macron for his uh, statement saying that it was nasty and very insulting to the other members of NATO. So he was just trying to shame the other nations in to, you know, into into uh, anteing up and paying their share, which they weren't doing, at least 2% of GDP. And a lot of them have done that. And they're, you know, they got $130 billion in the coffers now that they didn't have before, right? Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons it's a stronger organization, according to the president. Yep. And that should be a, a topic with Angela Merkel as well, because Germany has contributed about 1.2 percent of GDP. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is an ongoing battle for the president and uh, one that will continue today as he has a series of meetings and a news conference scheduled in about two and a half hours. And he uh, he hung out with the queen a little bit and uh, and also with uh, Prince Charles, right? Yeah, he did. Uh, He uh, got together with them. There was a reception hosted by the Queen for all the world leaders last night, so they had a chance to get together there. Uh, And, uh, you know, the president making his presence felt, of course, as he should, at the NATO meetings, uh, the United States and uh, the U.K., the leaders of this alliance. Always great having you on with us. News Radio WFLA Orlando correspondent Bill Zim for working the foreign desk for us on Trump at NATO. Catch you next time, Bill. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure, bud. Thanks. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart Radio Station.
Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on a brisk Wednesday morning in Central Florida as we update once again our news, weather, and traffic here on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour an accident ties up I 4 traffic in Seminole County. More in one minute. Kamala Harris out in the Democrat race for president. What happened? And the dilemma it poses for Democrats next on Good Morning Orlando. 805 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. As we've been telling you, an overturned truck is closing all westbound traffic on I-4 in Seminole County. More from Rory O'Neill in our newsroom. A truck hauling lumber tangled with an SUV around 6 this morning, causing the semi to roll on its side, spilling lumber and plywood across every westbound lane of the interstate. The wreck happened near State Road 434, causing backups extending for miles. There is heavy equipment now at the scene working to clear that debris and a small fuel spill. Despite it all, there was just one minor injury in the wreck. Rory O'Neill, News Radio WFLA, Orlando. And of course, we'll continue to update this story all morning long. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A second House committee begins impeachment hearings today. If articles of impeachment against President Trump are drafted, it will happen in the House Judiciary Committee. That panel will hear from four law school professors in an open hearing this morning. Democrats say they'll pursue the ABCs of impeachment, abuse of power, betrayal of national security, and corruption of elections. The hearing comes a day after the Intelligence Committee released a report detailing what Democrats say is clear evidence President Trump used his power in office to undermine national security and pressure Ukraine to meddle in the upcoming 2020 election. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Meanwhile, President Trump says he is winning so big on impeachment. We had our biggest fundraising month ever. We've had uh, last quarter was unbelievable. I have my best poll numbers that I've ever had. Speaking in London, where he's attending NATO meetings, Trump claimed that Republicans have never been so unified. He again called impeachment a hoax and said Democrats are deranged. Yeah, we've been playing a lot of sound cuts from the key players the president included all morning. We've got a special live report later in this hour about what's coming up in the impeachment hearing today, Alan. All right, bud. One of President Trump's potential 2020 opponents has dropped out of the race for the Democratic presidential nomination. California Senator Kamala Harris says... She does not have enough money to continue. Yeah, there's more to it than that, as we'll see in a moment. We're not sure why, but gasoline prices are on the way up locally and statewide. AAA reports the average for a gallon of regular across Florida today is two forty-eight, up five cents since yesterday. In Metro Orlando, the average pump price is two forty-nine, a one-day increase of ten cents a gallon, and that's not all. Yeah, the gas bought update, and Melissa agrees. Gas went up about a quarter. A gallon mm. in one night to about 255 at multiple stations we saw coming in this morning. Yeah, they do it under cover of darkness, don't they? Yes, they the, do. The world's first flying car is making its U.S. debut as part of Miami Art Week. It's the headliner of an exhibition at the Paramount Miami World Center. CEO Daniel Kansi says the 60-story, $600 million skyscraper will have the nation's first skyport for flying cars because Miami will continue to experience traffic gridlock. And when you look at that, you say, what's going to happen to transportation? Flying drones, 
It's a Jetson-style lifestyle. The Pioneer Personal Air Landing Vehicle is already on sale for $599,000. Can I order you two, bud? Not yet. Okay. They got to do better than this. It's got to be like Back to the Future where you just lift off and take off. Here you got to drive off the road and deploy the helicopter rotors before you can fly. It is. It's part car. I want more than that for six hundred grand. Part car, part helicopter. (laughs) It can drive up to one hundred ten miles per hour, so that puts it above the eighty-eight miles an hour you needed for the DeLorean in Back to the Future. Yes, that's right. The Magic outscored the Wizards (laughs) by fourteen in the first half on their way to a one twenty-seven to one twenty win in D.C. Evan Fournier leading the way with 31 points for Orlando, which is 1-3 of 4. Magic head coach Steve Clifford says the Wizards are a tough matchup. That's a good world win. That's, they're hard to play anyway. And obviously, you take their centers out of the game, then the rebounding part and driving the ball to the basket and everything like that changes. But it does make them extremely hard to guard. The Magic return home to host Phoenix tonight before heading back out on the road. WFLA News time is 8.09. Two Georgetown basketball stars leave the team amid allegations of burglary and sexual assault. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart Radio station. Good morning, butt-heading around Inspector Michael Yaffe and Melissa Fox with you until 9 o'clock here on the 50,000-watt front porch. If you are blocked by that wreck and you've been sitting there not moving on I-4 westbound in Seminole County for two hours right now, give us a call and and tell us how you are handling that situation. (laughs) And if you're in some of the alternative routes, which we're told are not in good shape, whether it's 434 1792 or Markham Woods Road. Love to hear from you as well on the phone at 407 916 5400. Share the information, might be helpful to some other folks who are in the same boat. And uh, also on the text line, you're welcome to weigh in at 23680. Uh, first name and town, welcome. We're going to get to Kamala Harris and the dilemma that her withdrawal from the Democrat presidential race is posing for the Democrat Party ahead of the upcoming debate on the, I think, 19th of December. But first things first, Alan, we got some serious money to give away. Yeah, if you're sitting in that mess on I-4, you could pick up a million bucks in the next few minutes. It's uh, your chance to win $1 million in our million-dollar holiday contest from News Radio WFLA Orlando. Here's how it works. We're about to announce a keyword. You text that keyword to 200-200. And if you are chosen, you'll have a chance to match a four-digit code, correctly match that code, you'll win $1 million. If not, you get a consolation prize of $100. Again, the keyword just seconds away. It's 8-11 on Good Morning Orlando, an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. Check our headlines right now. We'll have a special report on this before we go off the air at 9 o'clock. The House Judiciary Committee holding its first impeachment hearing today. Four law professors are expected to discuss the merits of impeachment or lack thereof and the possible grounds for impeaching President Trump. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories all morning for you here on Good Morning Orlando. 
now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. Merry Christmas to you. Not much joy out on I-4 westbound. We continue to thread our coverage of this uh, uh, terrible traffic situation there. Uh, all the westbound lanes in Seminole County at 434 back to Lake Mary and beyond now are blocked. It may be for a couple of more hours. An SUV collided with a semi. The semi uh, dropped its load of plywood and two-by-fours, it appears, from the aerial shots there. Um, the driver of the semi was transported. He has non-life-threatening injuries. Nobody in the SUV was injured. Um, a small fuel spill in the area. Uh, but I do want to make sure that we, we give you all the information we have. So let's bring in Davey from Lake Mary, who's home now. Uh, but uh, you went through it on I-4 westbound. What can you tell us, Davey? Well, it was pretty chaotic. The vehicles were not moving whatsoever. Um, I was going from Lake Mary, took uh, the exit 46A, going westbound. And um, there was no movement towards the traffic. And uh, as soon as I passed the Lake Mary exit, I noticed many of the vehicles were um, going back around. And then, thank God, I was listening to you guys talk about it, which is where I heard how the accident happened. So I'm like, wow, if a semi actually tipped over in that perspective, I highly doubt that we're moving from here and within a few hours. So I decided to go with the flow of the traffic and head back around. And there was already emergency officials already um, making way for everybody to go through. Now, Melissa so, says on the screen, because she talked with you all fair very quickly, that you might have some tips for folks who are, who are trying to deal with this situation in one way or another? Yes, yes, yes. So the tip would quickly, be please. take the lake. If you're going to Altima, for example, which was where I was headed to taking my wife to work, would be to take get back on the Lake Mary exit, go through Lake Emma, um, all the way around, and then make it to the the following set of lights after Lake Emma when it goes when it ends making a after making a right yeah you got to get on E.E. E. Williamson there yeah exactly and then uh, but I took the one before Williamson actually okay which is where the Bank of America used to be okay by a gas station on 434 yeah and then I made a right and kept on going all the way through 434 and that's where I dropped my wife off and I'm almost on my way back home all right, it's a miserable morning for a lot of folks, and you were among them. Davey, yeah. thank you for listening. Thanks for calling, and I'm glad that our coverage here uh, helped you uh, navigate this and get where you needed to go as tough as it was. Anybody else held hostage on I-4 westbound right now or in some of the uh, other roads that people are using as, um, as alternatives, 407-916-5400. like to hear your story to share with others. And uh, on the, uh, the text line, it's 2368 Zero. I still want to get to this Kamala Harris story here because she is the biggest loss, the first big former frontrunner to drop out of the Democrat race for president, right? And um, she's posing a problem for the Democrats and the optics of the upcoming debate. We'll talk about it here in just a moment and what the real story is on Kamala Harris. It's ahead right after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic again here in two minutes on the Wednesday edition of Good Morning Orlando here on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Headlining our big local story, for those of you just joining us right now, all three lanes westbound on I-4 in Seminole County by 434 and Lake Mary Boulevard in that general area are blocked after a semi 
uh, and a, an SUV had a collision that caused the semi to spill its big load of uh, plywood and apparently two-by-fours from the aerial shots. The driver of the truck was transported with non-life-threatening injuries. Nobody hurt in the SUV. Small fuel spill in the area, and all westbound lanes are still blocked and may, we're told, by Troopers B for a while. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories right here for you, and good morning, Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. So, Jody, you've been trying to navigate around uh, the blockage of I-4 westbound in Seminole County. You're somewhere in the Sanford area. Tell us what's happening with you. Oh, well, I'm just getting a great view of all the shops along here because we're not going anywhere. I'm coming up to uh, Lake Mary Boulevard. I'm sitting in front of the Walmart, and we've been going about four to seven miles an hour and then stopping and four to seven miles an hour and then stopping. It's exciting. Tis the season. How long? <laughs> I, I love you. Still got your sense of humor because I don't think I would. Uh, <laughs> and tell us exactly how long you've been out there dealing with this. Well, what's happening is I came in from 46 and we came in through Airport Boulevard. Yeah. And they're shuffling. Everybody's coming across on the 417, so they're dumping onto Airport Boulevard and coming through to 1792 from there. So it's a zoo. It's and, just and there's just no way out of it. No, no, there really isn't there because there really aren't any backways. I mean, we've gone a couple backways, but no, not to where we need to be. Where is it you're trying to go? Just to take it to my car back <laughs> to the dealership. <laughs> I'm like, woo! Oh, you got yeah. the wrong morning to get up and try and do that, right? Yes, plan B. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, God bless you, Jody. Hang in there, and I'm glad, as I say, you still have your sense of humor. I don't know about California Senator Kamala Harris having a sense of humor. She's dropped out of the race. She was, a, you know, the highly touted front runner at one point from the nation's largest state. And now she is out. And here's her reason why. I've taken stock and I've looked at this from every angle. And over the last few days, I have come to one of the hardest decisions of my life. So here's the deal, guys. Um, my campaign for president simply does not have the financial resources to continue and the financial resources we need to continue. What happened to Kamala Harris? The whole thing fell apart. She says it's all money, but that's because she doesn't have the support. She's been cratering in the polls after being sky high with her first announcement. She you know, had 20,000 people turned out when she announced her candidacy. She had the big moment in the first debate with Joe Biden. You know, But after that, it was all downhill. I think the problem with her... You know, is it the lack of money? I mean, ultimately, that's what forced her out. But the problem is she's not getting support and her numbers are going down because she has been inconsistent and really not compelling on the key issues, whether it is health care or whatever it happens to be, Yaffe. Yeah, I never thought that she really had a chance. She was never compelling on the stump. She's not very charismatic. She's just not a great candidate. She checked all of the intersectional boxes, or most of them, but that wasn't enough. (laughs) Now we have the Democrats debate coming up in December here, I think on the 19th. Now there are only six candidates that have qualified. I want you to tell me what they all have in common. Here they are, Tom Steyer, Joe Biden, Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren. What do they all have in common? They're all white. White people. Yes. And the Reverend Al Sharpton yesterday was up in arms. He says we can't have that. 
a Democrat party? Come on, that's all about diversity and inclusion. There will be no black candidates on the stage for that debate, and Sharpton doesn't like it one bit. But the bottom line, I think the general concern is that, what are you going to say? I just did my three-hour radio show. What are you going to say to black voters when they look at that stage and nobody well, like them is there? And the Democratic Party is going to have to look at that and deal with that because that's a problem. What are you going to say to black voters? Vote for Trump. It's up to 34% support among African-Americans in two recent polls. Oh, man, I wish someone was there who would have said that to Sharpton. <laughs> no, that would have been it was hilarious. on NBC. It wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but Trump aside, uh, you know, polls show that black voters... Uh, over 40% support Joe Biden. They and still do because of the connection to Barack Obama. And they said if he was his vice president for eight years, um, he's got to have some of that Obama magic must have rubbed off on old Joe. I think that explains it. Otherwise, I can't figure out the support that Biden uniquely has among black voters right now. And the support that Cory Booker and Kamala Harris have not gotten. Yeah, and Booker hasn't even qualified for the December debate. So... You know, I feel uh, like Kamala Harris was uh, the Hillary of the 2020 race, honestly. I mean, she had so much establishment backing, and she's progressive but not too progressive. And based on her race and sex alone, she probably had a good chance, except she was so toxic and insincere, corporate, inept persona, yeah. squandered anything. It was a straight shot. She was top tier, remember? She really was. She really <laughs> was, but it all came apart. Bye-bye. Yeah. Hey, let's go, uh, Alan, over to you right now as our co-host here following the big low Local story. You've been working it in the newsroom, the wreck and the mess on I-4 and all over Seminole County. Yeah, the bad news is I-4 is still bogged down in Seminole County. We've got a launch planned at the Cape today. Those stories and others, plus elsewhere and traffic and weather together in just two minutes. 8.30 on Good Morning Orlando. Good morning, Orlando. The Budman, Alan Yaffe in the Fox until 9 o'clock. A live report on uh, the impeachment hearing scheduled for today is coming up later in this half hour. You'll want to be here for that. But most important, you'll want an update on this nightmare on I-4. And, Alan, you have it. The cleanup continues on the interstate in Seminole County, where westbound lanes have been blocked for about two and a half hours. A truck hauling lumber got tangled up with an SUV around 6 o'clock this morning causing the semi to roll on its side, and it spilled lumber and plywood across every lane of I-4. That wreck happened near State Road 434, causing backups that extend for miles. There's heavy equipment at the scene, working to clear the debris and a small fuel spill. And despite all of this, there was just one minor injury. The news is brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A mission to resupply the International Space Station could be blasting off in a few hours from the Cape. Elon Musk's SpaceX is expected to launch one of their Falcon 9 rockets from Cape Canaveral today. The rocket will send one of the company's automated Dragon capsules carrying supplies and science experiments for the International Space Station. It's the 19th cargo mission for SpaceX working on contract for NASA. One of the experiments for astronauts to perform is sent up by the brewing company Anheuser-Busch. They want to see what being in space does to barley seeds as the company looks to one day brew beer on Mars. Evan Brown, Fox News. Upper level winds could be an issue, but overall the weather looks good for launch time at the Cape, 12.51 p.m. today. An Osceola County man accused of killing his ex-wife can claim a legal victory. A judge ruling yesterday that Christopher Otero Rivera cannot be held on a murder charge due to a lack of evidence provided within a 21-day deadline. 
Otera Rivera was arrested in October after his ex-wife's body was found buried outside the house he was living in. However, he's still in jail because he's accused of violating his probation, and a hearing on that charge is set for next month. That guy could have been free had it not been for getting him um, yep. on the uh, on the probation charge, you know, and he's just charged with his heinous crime. Frightening to think of that. Christmas is just three weeks away, and if you haven't bought your real tree yet, local retailer Scott Lucas says... Uh, he says has some expert advice to make sure you pick the best one in the lot. Run your hands over the branches. If any needles come off too easily, it's usually a sign that the tree is starting to dry out. You can also do the needle test where you uh, take a, one of the needles off the tree and kind of try and bend it between your fingers. If it snaps too easily, again, the tree is starting to dry out. Lucas says before you put the tree in the stand, make sure about a half inch has been cut off the base to help it drink water. Always make sure it has water. And because of our warm weather, he recommends keeping it out of direct sunlight and away from air vents. Florida's back on top, uh, actually back into the top 10 of the latest college football playoff rankings. The Gators moving up from 11th to 9th in the country. The top four are unchanged, Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Georgia. Elsewhere. What is the number one city in the United States to get people in the holiday spirit? Well, I'm sure you guessed the best place in the country to get into the holiday spirit is Frankenmuth, Michigan. What? Yeah, I had nothing. Frankenmuth, Michigan. <laughs> this is according to VacationRenter.com, which named the city's little Bavaria section as the top location to find those sought-after holiday vibes. Highlights of a holiday visit to Frankenmuth include a trip down Christmas Lane, which is lit up with more than 100,000 lights, the Silent Night Memorial Chapel, and Bronner's, the world's largest Christmas store, are also big draws. Now, according to VacationRenter.com, other top holiday cities are Asheville, North Carolina, Leavenworth, Washington, North Pole, Alaska, and St. Augustine. How about that? Yeah, they really do Christmas. They've yeah. had a great um, light show that goes on at, at St. Augustine. It's just terrific. Yeah. Of course, the city Christmas didn't make the list. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah. yeah. What? Christmas, the city. Florida. You know. Our Christmas? Christmas? Yeah. Ford Christmas, yeah. Bithlow. You know. That's a thought, Yeah. I just want you to say that place in Michigan one more time. Frankenmuth. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. A wild turkey in California is doing what it can to get drivers off the hook for speeding. A Livermore police officer pulled over a vehicle last week, but was interrupted when the bird approached him. Body cam footage captured the turkey aggressively chasing the officer around the vehicle until the cop let off. Let up. The officer can be heard saying... You're not getting a ticket. He doesn't want you to get the ticket. The bird is now dubbed the no-ticket turkey. <laughs> Maybe the turkeys are making a statement here. They've just had enough. Yeah. I mean, Mindless slaughter of uh, of their kind, you yeah, know? The, uh, it's post-Thanksgiving uh, yes, I think so. depression yeah. that they're in. You know how the elephants go crazy every once in a while in the circus? It could be the same sort of thing going on here. And finally, oh, it's good to hear about the circus again, bud. What? <laughs> what? The well, circus. nobody's talking about the circus. That's why I'm talking about the circus. Well, I appreciate that. It's a. I think it's a bunch of malarkey myself. I like, know. <laughs> thank you, Joe Biden. And finally, we have another list of the top baby names of 2019. Baby, baby, I'm 
This list is from Baby Center, which bills itself as the number one pregnancy and parenting digital resource. It finds Sophia to be the number one name for girls, not only this year, but for the entire decade. And that name is followed by Olivia, Emma, Ava, and Aria. Liam made its way to the top for boys, nudging Jackson down to the number two spot. Noah, Aiden, and Grayson were ranked third, fourth, and fifth for boys. For the first time, Muslim names appeared in the top 10 with Aliyah ranking 10th for girls and Muhammad for boys. And there were big shifts in names lower down the list. The fastest climber of 2019. This is the real story, isn't it, Alan? It is. The fastest climbing name of 2019, Isla. And why is that the story, Alan? That Mm -hmm. happens to be my granddaughter's name, Isla, who will be three years old next month. Isla leapt up 38 spots on the popular baby name list, uh, just ahead of Eleanor and Miles, which uh, were second as far as fastest growing names. Eleanor? Wow. What's wrong with that? I don't know. It just seems kind of like an old name. Yeah, it well, does. They're, they're com- I think the older names are coming back oh, in a lot of ways. I have nice. to confess, until your wonderful granddaughter, and she is so precious, was born, um, and, and, and you're so proud of her, and as well you should be, I had never heard the, get the name Isla, and it's gone up 38 slots mm-hmm. on the most popular baby nameless. She's leading the way. Yeah. She's cutting edge, just like, you know, just like Grandpa. Coincidence? Uh-huh. I think not. Uh-huh. Find more on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com and find the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. With Isla Spector's grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> That's your claim to fame. Hey, we have Michael Bauer on the line. He's our News Radio 10. News Radio WFLA Orlando, a national correspondent on the impeachment hearing for today. And we're going to go right to them. They're still trying to clean up the wood that has I-4 blocked with an overturned semi in Seminole County. We'll stay on top of that story as long as it is a story. We continue with an update now on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. This headline for you now from the world of big business and high tech. The co-founders of Google are stepping down from their roles at Google's parent company, Alphabet. In a letter, CEO Larry Page and President Sergey Brin said that they are stepping down, noting that Alphabet and Google no longer need two CEOs as well as a president. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540. Obviously, the wreck in I-4 in uh, Seminole County is dominating our coverage and taking a lot of our time and and, uh, no problem there. So this is going to have to be quick as we talk about impeachment moving into another House committee dominated by Democrats today. Let's bring in our man, Michael Bauer, News Radio Radio WFLA Orlando National Correspondent. Michael, what do we need to know about what's expected today? 
Well, today is not expected to be uh, any sort of flashy testimony with new juicy details emerging. Today is really supposed to be, it'll be relatively boring. It's going to be, in essence, a college lecture class. It'll be impeachment 101, a reintroduction to American politics. And that's what you want to see, at least Jerry Nadler wants to see happen today for the American public, is a reintroduction. They want to have constitutional law professors coming into the halls of Congress to talk about impeachment's constitutional context. They want to define phrases like obstruction of justice, high crimes and misdemeanors, Things that we've heard that don't we don't necessarily think of too often, and certainly haven't 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 had impeachments enough to really discuss to an, uh, an utmost degree. But they're going to have those discussions today. They're going to have those questions, and in essence, while it will be boring, Jerry Nadler is expected to try to create the filter, the prism through which he and the rest of the Judiciary Committee will be looking at the report that was released yesterday, which is on their desk now, uh, to try to determine if President Trump has committed any impeachable crimes. Now, before you go, Michael, uh, Michael. Uh, Schiff wanted and Nadler wanted a vote on impeachment by Christmas. Speaker Pelosi now saying, ain't happening. What's the deal? Yeah, she's, she's saying, you know, let's continue with the process. Let's look through the process and let the process happen. Interesting, because you even had Adam Schiff yesterday who wrote this report, who was one of the people who contributed to this report and had the dramatic hearings in, in public last month, uh, is, is when asked yesterday if he would vote yesterday on impeaching President Trump, said he'd have to wait and see how the process would go as well. So I think that's a, a, a certain way the Democrats are trying to handle this to make sure this message gets carried out as long as it possibly can while they're conducting investigations in tandem with whatever it is the House Judiciary is going to come up with here. The goal was to try to have a vote in the House by Christmas, hand this over to the Senate by the first of the year. Uh, it looks like they're still on pace for that, but Nancy Pelosi may be changing the game up slightly. I'll cut you loose right now. Michael Bauer, thank you so very much. All right, now... Headlines right now has been all morning long. It happened at 6 o'clock. A semi tangled with a, uh, an SUV, and the, uh, the big truck turned over, spilling a load of plywood, and it looks like two-by-fours here. They're bringing in front-end loaders and bulldozers to try to get the wood off the highway, but all the lanes westbound on I-4 in Seminole County at 434 and then backed up well beyond Lake Mary Boulevard remain completely blocked. We will continue to follow the story all morning long. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here on Good Morning Orlando. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 3 till 5 p.m., News Radio WFLA, Orlando. So the Democrats issued their 300-page-plus report on President Trump and all the things he's done that necessitate taking the drastic, tragic, regrettable step of impeaching him and ultimately trying to remove him from office through conviction in the United States Senate. Senate Intel Committee Chairman Adam Schiff on why this must be done. This is the result of a president who believes that he is beyond indictment, beyond impeachment, beyond any form of accountability, and indeed above the law. And that is a very dangerous thing for this country, to have an unethical president who believes they are above the law. Adam Schiff saying on Twitter, the impeachment inquiry uncovered overwhelming and uncontested evidence that President Trump abused the powers of his office to solicit foreign interference in our election for his own personal political gain. Uh, the Republicans responding, little montage here, and let's listen to Steve Scalise, Liz Cheney, and Doug Collins. Not only was there no quid pro quo, but Ukraine got the money, uh, and ultimately there was no a push that they made for investigation, 
uh, into anything. Even with every unfair advantage and unprecedented advantage they gave themselves, they now have come out of this and fundamentally failed to prove their case. Was it a quid pro quo? Was there actual pressure? This will be the first impeachment that has ever had with honestly dispute, not just disputed facts on why they want to impeach the president, but actually contradicted facts. Jerry Nadler will be the chairman today in the Democrat-dominated committee and judiciary. Here he was 20 years ago railing against impeachment of Clinton. An impeachment of a president is an undoing of a national election. They are telling us that our votes don't count. There must never be a narrowly voted impeachment or an impeachment supported by one of our major political parties and opposed by the other. The silver lining may be that with a trial in the Senate, we may be able to find out who started this coup d'etat? I hope they cram that back down Nadler's throat today. I'm trading in the popcorn for the no-dos, because with those law professors lecturing us on impeachment, I'm going to need it, Yaffe, and you'll be following it all day, as well as whatever the cleanup and the aftermath is of the, of the mess on I-4. Well, yeah, if you don't want to watch those uh, hearings all day, just tune in to PM Orlando 5 to 6. We'll recap it for you. Much oh. better option. Oh. And yeah. for those who are still stuck on I-4, well, you know, we'll be on for you Probably, as well. yeah. <laughs> they ought to be in a real good mood by that time. <laughs> anyway, all right, listen, it's been great having you along for the ride. Uh, the Bud Man here, Alan, Yaffe, and Melissa, have a great day. God bless you, and God bless America.